Hi, this is Jimmy Evans with Marriage Today. This podcast is dedicated to equipping families with the teaching and tools they need to succeed. We hope you enjoy this episode and subscribe for more marriage building content. We're talking about the bloodline blessing and how the Bible tells us that we have a new bloodline rather than the genetic bloodline that we were born with that is polluted. We have a pure bloodline that we can attach ourselves to that deal with the problems of our past that all of us really are born into. And for many Christians, we live with not knowing we don't have to live with them. That Jesus came to give us a blessing that is phenomenal, a new bloodline. So I want to begin at the beginning, Genesis 17. This is about Abraham. And God comes to Abraham, and here's what he says to Abraham. I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants after you in their generations for an everlasting covenant. This is everlasting to God means everlasting. To be God to you and your descendants after you. Also, I give to you and your descendants after you the land in which you are a stranger. All the land of Canaan is an everlasting possession and I will be their God. So now you have to remember the world is full of curses. Uh, Adam and Eve sinned. They were created in a paradise, a beautiful, wonderful paradise. The devil came and tempted them, and they rebelled. And when they rebelled, God pronounced curses over Adam and Eve and over the earth. So the world is full of curses until Abraham shows up. And Abraham shows up, and God comes to him. Now, this is a spiritual lineage that becomes a genetic lineage. The Jews today are all descendants of Abraham. So God comes to Abraham, and he says, I'm going to be God to you and all your descendants after you as an everlasting covenant. Okay, So today, the Jewish people are blessed. I mean, they're special by covenant. In fact, it is undeniable when God comes and blesses the Jewish people, it's undeniable. As an example is, you know, they're a tiny, they're only like, you know, maybe eight or 10 million Jews in the world today. They have more Nobel laureates than any other group of people. More scientists, more nuclear scientists, more astrophysicists. They control the finance industry. They control the entertainment industry. That's why Hitler hated them. That's why the world has persecuted the, the Jews like they have. Militarily, the, you could put Israel in Lake Michigan and have room left over. But they are more powerful than all of the Arab nations around them combined that have millions and millions of square miles. And Israel's this tiny little country. They are smart and they are blessed. There is no doubt about that. So God comes to Abraham and he says to Abraham, you know, I'm going to put an everlasting covenant on you and all your descendants after you. Again, with all their mistakes, with all the things that have been done to the Jews, it is unmistakable in the world today those people are blessed. Okay, they're blessed of God. Okay, so here's the revelation now that the Apostle Paul, knowing that there was a bloodline blessing on Abraham, a genetic blessing on Abraham. Here's what the Apostle Paul says in Galatians 3 about the death of Christ. It's remarkable. Galatians 3. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, and the cross was a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Okay. So the blessing of Abraham, God comes to Abraham and says, you know, Abraham, I'm going to bless you. Now, uh, the, the rest of the world is cursed because of sin, but I'm going to come and I'm going to begin an agreement with you, a covenant with you and all your descendants after you, and I'm going to be God to you. 
and all the world, all the nations of the earth are going to be blessed through you, and I'm going to give you the land of Canaan as an everlasting possession. So he comes to him, and now the apostle Paul says, you know why Jesus died? Jesus died to pay for your sin, to remove the curse of sin, and to give you a new bloodline. The blessing of Abraham could come to the Gentiles. The word Gentile means non-Jew. The Jews don't need it. They already have it. We did not have it until Jesus died. And when Jesus died, he died to pay for our sins, to remove the curse of sin, and to give us a new bloodline. Okay, so Genesis 24.1, you say, well, what, is, what exactly is the blessing of Abraham? Genesis 24.1, Abraham was old, well advanced in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. Okay. Jesus didn't die on the cross so we could be kind of blessed. Jesus didn't die on the cross so we could be mostly blessed. Jesus died on the cross so we could be totally blessed. Okay. Here's what Isaiah 53, 5 says about the death of Jesus. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our shalom, our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed. Now when a Jewish person greets you, they'll say shalom. And here's what shalom means. May the total blessing of God be upon you. It doesn't mean you're kind of blessed or mostly blessed. It means you're blessed. You know, if you're 90% blessed, that 10% that you're not blessed in can make the other 90% seem like it's not there. If you just take a hammer and hit your thumb, you'll forget the rest of you feels okay. You know, because that, that thumb will hurt so bad. So if you're well but broke, you know, the well, the broke is what you're thinking about. You know, if you got all the money in the world but you're sick, all that money in the world, you kind of forget about it because you're sick. So Jesus came so that we could be totally blessed. Abraham was old, well advanced in age, and the Lord had blessed him in all ways. That's what you want for your children. That's what you want for your grandchildren. And did you know something? Jesus said, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more? Will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? Did you know that in comparison to God, we're evil parents? He's the best parent in the universe. So God looks down from heaven and he wants his children to be totally blessed. And he sent Jesus to pay for our sins, to remove the curse of sin. Remember, Jesus has redeemed us from the curse of the law. The curse of the law is you break the law, you're cursed. Okay? Curses everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham, remove that curse so the blessing of Abraham can come to the Gentiles. So uh, the good news is because of Jesus, our polluted bloodline, our cursed bloodline is now negated through Christ and we have been forgiven of our sins and we have a new bloodline. So most of us would say, and I'm gonna identify with this because I did. Most of us have been told that we, that we are going to have a disease because of our ancestors or that some malady is going to happen to us because of our bloodlines called genetics, okay? So cancer, this is the big one, okay? Cancer, you go to the doctor, they say, cancer on your family? Tell me your family history, okay? Uh, heart disease, deafness, uh, muscular sclerosis, muscular dystrophy, obesity, blindness, mental problems, blood diseases, diabetes, arthritis, premature death, all kinds of stuff. Um, they say it runs in your genes. And so many Christians feel as though 
that they have a target on their chest and they're waiting for it to hit. Am I going to be one of my family members who gets this or am I the lucky one who's not going to get this? And so literally you just wait, you're just waiting. I'm waiting to see if the curse will hit. So my doctor um, that I went to for years, I don't go to anymore, but he was my mom and dad's doctor and both my brother's doctors. So he had all the scoop on me to say the least. So I would go in. He's a good doctor. He's a great guy. I like him a lot. And he would have a little pep talk with me. And he would say, well, you know, you're going to probably get this and this and this. And when he said it, I'll, I'll tell you in a minute what I was thinking. And I never rebuked him and said, in the name of Jesus, you know, like, anything like that, you know. But while he was talking, I was thinking, I don't, I don't receive that. I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to receive that. And I'll tell you why in just a minute. But for most of us, we've had that conversation. And, and for some people, it's horrific. Because of their family history, they feel as though that they're just set up. And in, in some cases, it's just horrible what they're waiting on. Okay, so let me read you this article. This is a very interesting article from the New York Times. Very, very sad. This is the science uh, section of the New York Times. It says, a family's shared defect sheds light on the human genome. And this is the article. They said it was their family curse. A rare congenital deformity called syndalacty, in which the thumb and index finger are fused together on one or both hands. Ten members of the extended clan were affected, and with each new birth, they told Stefan Mundelos of the Max Planck Institute for Molecular Genetics, the first question was always, how are the baby's hands? Are they normal? Now everybody, I mean, you know, this, this is a common thing. Afflicted relatives describe feelings like outcasts in their village, convinced that their strange fingers repulsed everyone they knew, including their unaffected kin. One woman told me that she never received a hug from her father because he avoided her. The family, under promise of anonymity, is taking part in a study by Dr. Mundelos and his colleagues of the origin and development of limb malformations. And while the researchers cannot yet offer a way to prevent syndalacty or to entirely correct it through surgery, Dr. Mundelos has sought to replace the notion of a family curse with a rational answer for their condition. So this family, they're born like this. They're born with their fingers, and they're they're different fingers that are fused together. But they're born with either one or both hands, their fingers fused together. Now what the rest of this article talks about is the incredible difficulty of the human genome and going in and trying to fix this problem genetically. But what this doctor is saying is, you you feel sorry for this family. I mean, you know, there's 10 of them. And they have their fingers grown together, and it grosses everybody out. It's what they're saying. And even their own family members, you know, kind of like, you know, there's, there's something wrong. And so when a baby is born, their first question is, how are the hands? You know, it's just, you know everybody can relate to this on some level. So you just, your heart breaks for them. But when I was reading this, the interesting thing to me is, first of all, the heartbreak of this family and how this goes with what I'm talking about. But um, the doctors don't have an answer. And the doctor says, let's give it a rational answer. Let's give this a rational answer. Well, I'm going to give you a rational answer. It's not going to be a medical answer. But I'm going to give you a rational answer. And here's what I want to say. Uh, That family, Jesus died for that family. 
And when he died for that family, he forgave whatever, whatever it was that caused the curse on that family. Okay. Jesus died to pay for that, to remove that curse. And I can tell you this, Abraham's fingers weren't grown together. Abraham didn't have that. So my genetics are not the Evans genetics. My genetics are the Abraham genetics. I have, through Christ, Jesus became a curse for us. Jesus didn't become a curse for us so we could live cursed. Jesus became a curse for us to take away the curse because cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. On the Friday afternoon that Jesus was dying, God put the total curse of humanity on Jesus and the sky grew black because what was happening to Jesus was so grotesque. He became sin. He took the whole curse of sin in his body on the cross so that we didn't have to live cursed. I had a man in our church in Amarillo, and just I would, I would say one word to describe this man, and it was distinguished. He was just, he was a very distinguished person. And uh, he was in our church, and he dressed very, very well. He carried himself with tremendous dignity. And I preached his message one time. I can't remember what I preached on, but after my message, he came to talk to me, and he was very, very disturbed. And uh, I said, are you okay? He said, no. I'm not okay. And I said, uh, what's wrong? And he said, did you know that insanity runs in my family? And when he said it, I just thought, what? Now, some people that would say, you know, insanity runs in your, my family? I go, I can get that. I can see that. And uh, you might want to get checked. But he said, uh, did you know that insanity runs in my family? And I said, no. He said, my mother's insane, and you know, I've got a cousin that's insane. He said, it's just throughout, throughout our family history, we have mental problems, severe mental problems. And he said, I'm worried about my son. And you just see, his, and, and this was a wealthy family. This, this was a great guy. But, but here's what I thought. This is interesting. The minute he told me that insanity ran in his family, I thought that's why he carries himself the way he does. He's afraid of being interpreted as being crazy. So he kind of goes to an extreme to carry himself as a very distinguished person that no one would ever say, he's a little nutty. Okay. And I felt so sorry for him because again, here's a guy, strong Christian, very devout, good guy. Target on his chest. Waiting for the curse, the family curse to hit him. This is Brent Evans with Marriage Today, and I want to thank you for listening to the Marriage Today podcast. We believe your marriage has a 100% chance of success if you do it God's way. If you enjoyed today's teaching and want to keep learning, subscribe to the Marriage Today podcast and take some time to leave us a review. Your reviews help us spread the word and can encourage someone else in need. For more great marriage content, check out marriagetoday.com where you can see all of our marriage building resources, videos, articles, and live events.